Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? Welcome to the Men Like Us podcast. <laughs> uh, so all the people listening on audio, y'all already know the drill. Just give me a little bit to share the show around and get it posted elsewhere. So, one second, just give me a little bit and we will um, get it correcting. So, and if you're tuning in right now, please share the stream. If you're on Facebook, share it out, share it out, share it out. Um, you know, post it in groups, post it wherever. You know, get some get some people on the uh, on the on the stream. I know I'm starting later than usual, but um, definitely hit the share button. Get some more folks in here. Um, it's gonna, yeah, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. We got a couple. Well, we have a really interesting story for you all to kind of react to. And, uh, you know, we have a really dope conversation with my main man, Corey, from um, now this Librium Cortate's uh, podcast. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the name of the channel. So my main man, Corey Delano, great uh, content creator conversation. So just give me a little bit here um, for the people watching on the stream. I know we started out late today. Uh, crazy enough. Literally, all of my guys are well, like 80% of them are sick. <laughs> so, this is definitely gonna be another one of those solo shows. It's gonna be quick, but you know, we have some interesting stuff to bring you tonight. So, you know, just hang out for a little bit. Um, and just give me a second to share this around now that we're live. I, I, I can't share it before we're live, I know that's crazy, but yeah, so. All right. Um, <laughs> just give me like a solid one more 60 second bout. And I just want to share it at a few other places. Well, I'm going to get it on and correct in. Oh, what's up, Desiree? What is up, Desiree? I will tell you <laughs> what Nikita lied about. So I don't know if it was her, maybe her publicist, but you know, in this world of, um, you know, this world of celebrity, kind of not much of a difference, really. So uh, we. Okay. All right. I think I'm done sharing it out. So it was good, Desiree. Um, shit, who else up in the chat? What's up, Coco? <laughs> I know, I know, Coco. I know, I know. Uh, what's up, Mike? Get well soon, brother. Get well soon, man. And, and really to all the other guys um, who are normally guests on my show who are ill today, you know, speedy recovery to you all. Uh, you know, the flu, COVID, it's just hitting everywhere right now. So you just never know what's going to pop. So, <laughs> but yeah, look, I just wanted to lead into this by, um, you know, this whole Nikita Dragon thing happened since the last time I went live. 
Um, if you are unaware, uh, Nikita Dragon is a YouTube content creator, influencer, mostly around like makeup tutorials and some other junk, I guess. Um, but um, she was arrested at a Miami hotel um, for walking around naked around at, by the pool. Um, and when she was confronted by police officers, uh, the police say she was acting arrogant, but come on, that's just police. Like anybody who got a backbone seems arrogant to them. But, uh, you know, apparently she has splashed water on them or whatever. And I guess they consider that something an officer kind of a weak charge to me. Maybe the public nudity is more of a charge. They're like, okay, you got to bring you downtown. We got to arrest you because you're, you're, you're naked in a public place. And that ain't cool. <laughs> so, you know, obviously in the wrong on that one. But, um, you know, uh, first off, I will say from the black delegation, it was really fascinating to see um the reactions of a lot of black trans women who are just like, yo, fuck her, essentially. Because, <laughs> you know, they was calling her out for all, essentially that was the time where she was going to have to pay for all the racist stuff she said and did and her content uh, throughout her time being a content creator. Everybody was pointing at that saying, they had no sympathy for her, screw her, no, don't nobody care. And, you know, I know a lot of white girls were definitely were caring, but people were bringing up, oh yeah, she she uh, is, is awful what they're doing to her. They put her in men's jail. She's locked up with the men. And, you know, and, and that turned out to be a lie. So, you know, um, and all you really got to do is just Google it. So they have news reports, statements from the from the corrections, uh, Department of Corrections. They said oh, she oh, she just got booked and, and, and she got booked and she didn't make she didn't even make it to prison. Like she got booked and then it sit in the open air with a bunch of people, then got put in a cell by herself in a holding cell by herself, got a 2000, she got $2,000 bond and got out of jail or got out, was back on the street after she paid a little $2,000. So it was just like that kind of craziness. But the whole thing was like, oh, the you know, it, Essentially, people from all different, like, I guess that was the latest angle people were trying to turn her into a victim on. It was like, oh, she's a victim. She's being jailed with the man. I'm like, yeah, but she wasn't. And that's not even true. Her publicist said that. And then once it was proven not to be true, the publicist stopped responding to media inquiries magically. So crazy. But, you know, I don't know. I, I just, from, from the little bit of her content that I've seen and, you know, what I know about those kinds of people is just, yeah, I, I'm not feeling any kind of way or sorry. Like you shouldn't have been out there naked at a pool, drunk or otherwise, you know, you did something stupid, you got arrested and you bonded out for $2,000. Like that's no big, I mean, really no big deal. When nobody hurt, when nobody, you know, gratefully, there were no major just injustices here, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like I need to just, bring that up because I, I I've seen that all over the place. Like, oh, they put her in mail jail. They put her in mail jail. She's a victim. She's a victim. I'm like, what? That don't even sound right. And then they didn't, because usually, you know, especially with members of the trans community, they they well, a lot of places will put you in a separate, you know, separate home. They ain't gonna put you with the men. Cause obviously that's a recipe for for trouble. And we know how transphobic people are out there. So anywho, that's that dumb little story. I just I'm like, man, I'm a journalist. I watch the news. Like, 
I see what the local news is reporting and they have statement and proof and all that stuff. Like they even have video of her showing up to the, uh, to her hearing and stuff. So anyways, what's, what's going on Dion from, um, the Philippines, but yo, sorry y'all, you know, it, things have not, I've, I've been really busy, haven't been consistent with the show, but you know, I guess I'll just launch into the official open of the show, which is, you know, welcome to the men like us podcast, a podcast for men, by men. Um, you know, the whole point of this podcast is to um, essentially give a voice to this demographic of men that date trans women that are largely elusive. So typically I'll have a lot of different guys on the show. You know, we're sitting here, we're telling our stories, we're telling our truth, we're encouraging other men to live in their truth, you know, come out of hiding, stop, you know, stop, uh, I guess, dump the fear and, you know, kind of step up. So, you know, that's really what we are here for today. But I came across an interesting story on TikTok and um, <laughs> it was just the craziest fucking experience. So actually, I'm going to just play it for you guys here. And, you know, we're going to chop this thing up. So um, give me one second. Let me go. I'm going to roll this piece of video here. So everyone's been asking about the trans girl that I took on a date and she poured her piece out. So here go the story, man. So this girl was in my city. She came to visit and hit her up on Instagram. I said, hey, you know, you're in my city. I would love to, you know, get to know you. She said, well, I'm only here till tomorrow. So we don't have to do that next time. I'm like, well, look, at this point, y'all, we was on video chat on Instagram for like two hours, right? We didn't exchange numbers yet, but it felt like so genuine, so raw, so organic. I said, look, I'm just trying to see you. So she said, okay, well, I'm leaving next door tomorrow. I said, all right, well, let's do breakfast in the morning before you leave. Take her to breakfast about 10 30 something like that we go get ice cream after that she goes back home she texts me later that night and says look i don't know what you did to me but i really miss you and i'm trying to see you again and i'm coming back tonight to your city mine she only lived like two hours away so she drove back i get the hotel room for the night i get flowers for the night i get dinner for the night you know she pulled back up to the hotel it's nice and romantic in there right she she never had that before so hit her with the flowers everything you know do my thing one two one two i'm getting to know her that night i asked her what her dream date is she tells me her dream date is a picnic she doesn't realize what i'm doing but like i'm slowly but surely getting information out of her as far as like favorite foods favorite snacks because i'm making sure i write all of that down all of that's gonna be on this date right so i get all of that get everything together for the date the next day she don't even know we going on it but I take her, I pick her up. You know, I got more flowers, slow jam, music, everything set up, nice little picnic set up. I take her to the picnic spot. You know, she like, oh my gosh, you know, whoop de woo, whoop de woo. So we vibe, we chilling, slow jams, playing all of that. Yo, she pulls her piece out, out of nowhere. Just like, ups it. I'm just like, I'm a freak, I ain't gonna hold you, but like, Shorty girl, I told her, like, this ain't that. You know, you're not no fetish to me. You None of that. I'm really trying to vibe, but you're really trying to get to know you. So, um, she was cool. She was cool. You know, we went and got more ice cream, ironically. That's crazy. But we went and got more ice cream that day. Um, vibed out. Everything was cool, right? We act like everything. You know, nothing ever happened. Shoot. The next day, she came to my restaurant. We were chilling. You know, all of that. She left. She literally texted me the next day, yo. The next day. 
and you gotta watch for part two that's coming soon so let me know what y'all think <laughs> all right so part two the young lady came to the restaurant you know she got food or whatever we chopped it up for a minute and then she drove back home um i didn't hear from her that whole night i don't know what it was about um the next day i get a text from her like yo you're too good of a guy for me i can't be with you nor do i want to pursue anything with you thank you for a lovely weekend have a good one um <laughs> ended up meeting another girl from her city you know not too long after that who knew her so she was like oh yeah i heard about you she told me about you um but yeah she left you to go back to her ex you know her toxic ex that you know hits on her and you know has never done anything that you've done so the girl and i ended up talking becoming cool and we were going to talk you know so the girl asked her you know hey do you mind if i talk to him you know seems like a really good guy we'll let her get to know him she said yeah girl go ahead you know he's really good you know i feel like you'll be a better girl for him i just i just can't do it fast forward the girl and i now mind you we've never had sex or none of that i'm not gonna hold you like i never had sex with either one of these girls but um you know, the second girl ended up kicking it with her. You know, not like the first girl. We didn't kick it like her. Just, you know, talked on the phone, uh, linked up when she came to the city. You know, that was it, you know. But again, it wasn't like the situation from before. So there was no dates. There was none of that. So um, the girl, the first girl got mad, though. Like, you really talking to my friend, though? I can't believe that. You corny. whoop de whoop whoop de whoop So she ended up coming back to the city few months later she came back to the city and she had asked to see me so i'm like okay you know i don't care i went to her hotel chilled with her this girl called my phone not the same girl but just another girl called my phone and i answered the phone because we friends like what you got a problem with so i answered the phone <laughs> she's mad like you talking to another bitch in front of me start hitting on me yo start hitting on me man listen man, i almost lost my mind man. but i had to realize you know that's a woman so i went ahead I left. And now, you know, she periodically called, check in, see who I'm messing with. You know, ask me who I'm stroking now. I say that the pool is closed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so <laughs> she calls, like I said, periodically. What you doing? Who you messing with? I can't believe you. You still miss me. Do you still feel the same way about me? And I can't say that I do, man, because once you play me the first time, I'm sorry, man. You don't never get a chance to do it again. So, yeah, that's the story, man. And I know all y'all wanted to know about was her piece being pulled out, but y'all got the full story. Hope you enjoy. Ooh <laughs> yeah, so that was a, a wild story. Um, uh, actually, a viewer sent me. And I, I was just sitting there watching. I'm like, damn. This is a fucking crazy-ass story from this girl pulling her meat out at the picnic. To, uh, to to her beating on them when they ain't even an item. Like, it's a whole lot. But um, I ain't gonna lie, the first thing that, that I heard on that, I was like, you just met this girl. What you doing going to her hotel room? Like, I wouldn't be going to know. Somebody said, hey, come meet me at, at the hotel. I'm not going. I'm not going to somebody's hotel. So that definitely ain't gonna be it for me. If anything else in that story here for y'all, y'all let me know in the comments. You know, drop them like it's hot. But uh, I ain't, 
Hell no. (laughs) You know, uh, uh, you know, really for the guys listening, if you want to hear more stories, um, TikTok really seems like the place where a lot of guys are dumping their experiences, their stories, they're talking, they're being very public. So there's plenty of like trans attracted guys, trans amorous guys that are out there and, you know, they're sharing their stories and they're just, they're, they're talking and it's, it's pretty dope to see, but um, yeah, somebody has saw, sent this particular story to me and I'm like, you know, Hey, the, the, the show's all about sharing men's experiences. And this was a crazy one, crazy one. So, you know, Hey, it ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It definitely works out more. It definitely works out for plenty of men, you know, uh, uh, who date women in the trans community. You know, a lot of guys are married, meet the love of their life and all that stuff. And then other times it's, it's craziness. And, um, you know, really, I guess, I guess really what this goes to is like, you know, for the men that are listening, um, you know, I guess for some reason, men, it men don't know what to expect when they start dating women in the trans community. And, the thing is, it's like, there's no difference. Like, you was running into crazy women before, you probably going to run into a crazy woman now. Like, the experience really isn't that different when it comes to personalities and types. And a lot of stuff you're seeing from cisgender women, you're going to see from trans women as well. And it's just, you know, you're going to get these wild, crazy stories where, you know, the girl do something extra sexual you're like whoa i wasn't here for that or you know girls start beating on you or some wild shit like that but you know obviously you'll catch you'll catch all different types in this community and it's just one of those interesting situations that um you know that that we find ourselves in sometimes but i don't know i just thought i, I would share that story because it, it it was it was it made me laugh <laughs> it really did it was absolutely bonkers but um let me sorry coco uh let me get the comments Coco said, wow, is this to be believed? Um, yeah, I'm belie- I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. From the other stories that I've heard from, from men in terms of, you know, some of the girls being really territorial when it comes to a guy that they like or have been with, you know, yeah, I believe it. I absolutely do. Um, what up, Mike? Mike? Oh, yeah, follow Mike Brooklyn NYC on TikTok. And I'm sorry. So this is why a getting to know you stage is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I get casual, da- you know, casual dating and casual sex and hooking up and all that kind of stuff is a thing as well. But that's why I'm just like, yo, you don't know that person. What you doing in a hotel room? Because I ain't, I'm like public meeting place only. Like, I, I just wouldn't like that. So that just ain't for me. But it is for some others, I guess. Um, let's see here. Coco uh, says, yeah, and going to the hotel room is and not doing anything, especially after she pulled out her meat. I don't buy it. Oh, (laughs) well, I'm sorry, Coco. I do buy it. You know, um, there there legit are just some men that are trying to set something up bigger. And some of the girls are really trained to lead with sex. And they leave with sex and we're like, yo, I'm trying to set, I'm trying to date you. I'm trying to get to know you. I'm trying to set something up bigger 
you know, I see potential in you. I'm liking you. I want to, I want, I want something bigger to come of this than just sex. So, you know, sometimes, but you know, that's another side of it is, you know, sometimes as men, we just have to come to the realization that, um, Frankly, that's all somebody can offer at, at that point. Some people just don't have anything more to offer. Some people, not everybody has depth. Not everybody is used to dating in that way. Not, not everybody is suited for, you know, relationship in that way. So, you know, I've definitely heard of guys being disappointed by women that, you know, had nothing to offer but sex. And they were like, dang, well, I want I want a girlfriend. I want to get to know people. I want to I want to do more than just this. So, you know, I've definitely heard those complaints and I'm not going to say that's the majority of male experience or anything like that. It's not the narrative I'm trying to form. Uh, I'm just saying that there are some people who do experience that. And, um, you know, it's it's definitely a thing. But, yeah, I I understand, you know, from, you know, the woman's point of view, y'all probably looking like, yeah, right. Ain't no man turning nothing down when I pull out the cat meat, please. Like, I get it. I get it. But um, I, I know that there are some guys who are like actually open, they're dating, you know, they're, they're looking for love. They're looking for something serious, something of substance, a relationship with depth. And, you know, I can't, I, I would, I would be very much disingenuous if I said that was the majority of men, because that is not the majority of men, especially men that deal with women in the trans community. That is not the majority. So uh, but those men are out there, and I can tell you this much: the the, the fuck boys who you know want to fuck everything they see and not date anybody or do anything serious, they're definitely not going to be making a TikTok. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, most of the guys that I've seen make TikToks have are been, have been um, you know open guys um, in relationships, looking for relationships, or guys with relationship experience. You know, just really just trying to um, take away the stigma which is, you know, kind of what this show is here to do as well. Like take away the stigma because there is stigma still around men um, dating women in the transgender community, men who identify as heterosexual, men who identify as, quote, straight um, dating women in this community. There's still a lot of stigma behind it. And we just have to kind of demystify it a bit and kind of, uh, you know, do all that. So that's with the camera today. Um Let's see. All men. <laughs> uh, he said, I, uh, or he or she, I don't know. Uh, Almond Milk said, uh, I tried Tammy. It's a hookup app. I deleted it after a few days. You know, that's, well, that's just true of a lot of dating apps. But, um, you know, a lot of people are on these dating apps just to hook up. And, you know, it's just hookup culture. Um, but you can find people who aren't there for it. But, you know, you're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to work harder to find, you know, what you're looking for on a lot of these dating apps. Um, it is not easy to find at all. It's a whole lot of, you know, swipe. What it's, it's a whole lot of people looking for a Mr. and Mrs. right now instead of Mr. and Mrs. Right. So, um, but all right. So next up, we have a segment that I, I, I was, I'm sorry, not a segment. I had a conversation with Corey. Um, if you don't know Corey Delano, he is a YouTube content creator. He has a YouTube channel called um, Librium Cortate. Uh, and I feel you on that, Coco. 
I feel you on that. Uh, trust me, me and my me and my um one of my best friends, you know, one of my best friends, or not one of them, a couple of my best friends had to like really nail that one into me because I'm just like, yo, what's going on? They're like, yo, we ain't seeing Chris, we ain't seeing Mike Brooklyn, we not seeing even this guy that was just here on tip. Like when they when a lot of women walk out their doors, they're not seeing stand-up guys, they're seeing, you know, the dudes that are in their face are usually trash and and you know, liars and schemers and fetishizers and all and users and all that shit. So I totally get you. Totally, totally get you. But um, oh, so there was something that came up on Facebook um earlier this week, and you know, it was uh people <laughs> people uh oh no, I'm sorry, these comments. Um so yeah, it, it, essentially somebody you know was asking like, hey, like trans attractive men, like you guys who do the TikToks and the YouTube videos, podcasts, all that stuff, like, like are y'all seriously like doing this shit for like essentially like asking if we're doing it for clout, if we're you know doing it to make a coin off the girls' backs, or you know it was just like a whole thing, and it just it ballooned into this huge like uh, what do you call it? Uh, I'm sorry. It was just a whole bunch of people theorizing why guys do this. And, you know, I, it was a lot of assumptions. And I'm like, you know what? It's time to have a conversation. So that's why I got together with Corey. And we just talked about it. You know, we just talked about why we do what we do, why, you know, it's important to us to reach men, to help men, you know, and, uh, you know, make the world a better place. Because I think all of this stuff that we do, even just this show right now, his shows, Mike Brooklyn's, Podcasts, uh, even Roy Plump's TikTok. Um, uh, this guy named Jay Alva, he's absolutely dope. Justin, he has a TikTok that's amazing. Uh, there's a lot of guys out there that are creating content, just trying to spread the word, trying to get people to understand that there's nothing wrong with dating women in the trans community, and that men really need to step up and you know just encourage you guys to come forward, you know, or just to live in their truth, you know, con- confront that fear you know, uh, uh, I guess, conquer their demons in a sense. So, um, but without further ado, just going to roll the conversation and we'll, I'll, you know, wrap it up after that. Well, YouTube stuff, about two. Yeah, but it was good. Uh, you know, having a little side conversation with my man, man, Corey. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, YouTube? <laughs> yeah, you know, so, um, you know, Corey and I are both content creators. Um, I've been a podcaster now for about five years, um, doing the visual YouTube stuff about two, yeah, about two years. Um, so, but, you know, Corey's got a YouTube channel as well. So, you know, follow him on Librium Cortate. Um, and, you know, really from time to time, you know, people make statements, people are asking questions because, you know, this whole, Trans amorous content creator thing is still a very new kind of a lot of people. Well, I'll just say it for a lot of, yeah, just a lot of people inside the community and outside. It's, it's still new. It's a new phenomenon. And, um, you know, there, but there are some things that are said within the community. And I'm just like, maybe we should just actually address it. Cause, you know, I've heard it a few times and, you know, I've heard some crazy narratives, theories, and all that stuff about the guys who make content for, you know, other trans amorous men, uh, you know, 
<laughs> so, anyways, let's. Uh, we're just going to address two 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 um, statements, and we're just going to talk about that real quick. And just you know, really, I guess this kind of, the point of this conversation really is to kind of put a lot of that stuff to bed. So when people have these questions, I'm just going to point a trick to this video because I'm like, look, we already talked about that. We already you, you already have these suspicions, or you think this way about whatever. We already discussed it. We addressed it. This is what it is. Because, um, you know, I, I have to be honest, some of the things we're going to talk about, not the first time I've talked about it on my show, on my brand, anywhere. And I'm, you know, at some point you get tired of having the same old conversation. So um, mm -hmm. let's just cover this first statement here. Uh, wait, which one? Yeah, we'll go for this one first. Go for this one first. Well, there's only two. Uh, so, says transamorous content creators make me feel like less of a woman because trans attraction others trans women um so there are individuals out there from my understanding there are individuals out there who feel like you know making a distinction between trans and cis women in terms of what you like in your attractions you know, separates trans women from cis women and takes trans women out of womanhood and kicks them out of there. That means that's the way that some people feel about it. Um, but, you know, so so in a sense to some people, just even being trans amorous or being trans attracted is a problem, it's problematic. But, you know, for some guys like you and I, Corey, um, really like being so open so public about it kind of plays on that and makes people at least from what i've been told makes some women feel like less of a woman like hey uh, i'm still a woman here like yeah i get it <laughs> but like why are you talking about coming out why are you talking about stepping up or living in your truth and all like all this other stuff like these kind like you content creators being so open so public it's kind of fucking with me here. So um, at least that's that's what that's the message that I've received. Um, I've heard, you know, I've heard it maybe once or twice. But um, you know, Corey, I want to get your thoughts on this. What do you think about you know this assertion, or you know so, that, this assertion that it makes like what we do makes trans women feel other? Like, are we actively othering trans women? So I don't feel like we are actively othering uh trans women uh it's just you know, there's a whole whole lot that plays into the, the statement it's a pretty loaded statement if you really sit down and think about it because you know uh, others in the community have also made statements that, saying that you know that they felt uncomfortable about you know how some trans women will say they're exactly the same as cisgender women and they're like that kind of makes me some some of uh, ladies in the community will say that makes me uncomfortable because as far as heart mind and soul yes we are the same but also too there are innate physical differences because of the whole trend hence the whole reason behind the whole transitional process so but again you know we have to how do i say this um <clears throat> we have to recognize that you know for that trans women had to start off one way of living and hence transitioned over to who they are today we have to, we have to recognize that because others don't pass as well 
quote unquote pass, right? As as others do. You know, there's also a thing in the community called a passing privilege or whatnot. Um <clears throat> where some ladies they never have to come out in the open about being trans because they literally have the, the ability to to pass, quote unquote. Then nobody would ever know the difference, right? And then there's others in the community who unfortunately don't have that privilege. And I feel that's where we content creators on the men's side of things when we're, we're talking about our experiences and being open and talking about i mean i feel that we help everyone in the community but more particularly some of those who get quote unquote clocked more because you know we're, we're bringing you know recognition to it we're trying to dispel and i feel like we are dispelling uh, stigmas and stereotypes and to help the social situation for everyone in the community uh, gain more acceptance you know, I feel like, in my personal opinion, that out of everybody in the community, yes, we're getting strides, we're getting more acceptance and whatnot. There's been laws being passed to protect that community. But I feel like the trans community is kind of, they've gained some more rights over the years, but they're kind of the last one. You know, they're kind of the last thought of the whole LGBTQ. Um, yeah. <laughs> because people don't quite understand that community and mm-hmm. in order to have a full understanding of the community i mean everybody wants love right everybody wants that person to come home to at night to cuddle up with and have dinner plans with so on and so forth right in order to have a full complete understanding you got to have both stories right you got to have the stories of the ladies or even trans men you gotta have you know both sides of the fence here in order to have a full understanding so i feel like us stepping forward is really is not canceling out or making trans women less than it's just all about understanding that's the majority if you ask any content creator that i know it's all about bringing understanding encouraging conversations that's that's all we're trying to do trying to get the public to understand the community so yeah, yeah. so i went on a tangent i hope i answered your question like this. <laughs> no it's all good man it's all good bro um you know i guess when i when i've heard uh, people bring something like this up. I'm like, yo, in my mind, I'm like, you're kind of, you're giving away your power by allowing people to make you feel less than in a sense. Like, why would you give me the power to make you feel like less of a woman by me just existing and being like, I'm existing. I'm identifying as trans members. I am identifying as trans attracted. I am, I have made a podcast to reach other men to help other men come to a come to a point where they're not afraid to be seen in public with trans women so that they can live in their truth so that they can accept themselves so that they can do the work on themselves like i'm doing all of this everything that has to do with this has nothing to do directly i'm not beaming my signal directly to women now yeah i do have female viewers but you know According to the analytics on the back ends of the platforms that I, I, I broadcast on, that's only women only account for 30% of my audience. I, I mainly am talking to guys here. So it's just like, you know, I don't know, if there were any women saying, hey, transamorous, content creators, transamorous as a concept makes me feel like less of a woman, X, Y, and Z. Yo, don't give me that power. Don't give me the power to, to make you feel like you're less of a woman because it has always been the stance of this show that trans women are women through and through 
and trans women deserve all the rights and privileges that society affords cisgender women. But I will never, ever say that cis women, or I'm sorry, I will never say that transgender women are cisgender women. Y'all are not exactly the same. Y'all, y'all are both women in your own rights. I view you both as equal. I believe society should. I believe everybody should in terms of how we treat you in the streets and whatever else. There should be absolutely no difference, but there are just, you know, slight differences that we can't ignore. And I would be disingenuous if I did ignore that. But at the end of the day, I just thought we, we could speak to this because it was like, yo, these consecrators, y'all, they all are so public. Like, damn, like, can you fall back? Like, why are y'all so public? You're making me feel othered. And it's just like, okay, well, I, I shouldn't, what, what I'm doing with men shouldn't make you feel like less of a woman in any way, shape, or form at all. So, you know, I, I, for the individuals who kind of feel that way about these content creators, about these guys who are open and, you know, creating hashtags, TikToks, YouTube videos, all this stuff, you know, sharing their experience and trying to encourage other men to be better. Um, you know, I really do think it's time for some introspection, you know, really get to the heart of why you feel this way <laughs> and why you feel less. I think also, I think also too, I think it's also too, it's, it's a matter of, Obviously, everybody here, we're, we're, we're all um, human beings with our own thoughts, dreams, and aspirations, right? I think what it boils down to is, is it's not necessarily a community-based thing or not necessarily about activism or rights-based thing. I think it's also an opinion base. So certain um, individuals in the community who have a bigger voice than others might have a certain opinion of how a man and woman should be, how a relationship should, should be, how mm -hmm. people should go about this whole, I don't know, for lack of better words, activism type of YouTubing or whatever you want to call it. Um, mm -hmm. So again, it it's kind of seems to be opinion-based and that's where I feel like people should really step back because it's not about opinion. Like it's not really, it's about, because we're not, we're not doing this for entertainment. You know, most of the guys I know that do this or any content, not just the guys, men and women who do this, this type of uh, YouTube channels, it's not really for entertainment. It's, it's all about information and dispelling myths, uh, myths, stigma, stereotypes, all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. So I feel like, again, it's an opinion on how we present the information, but you can't really hold a set standard on how people present information yes there's some obvious standards you can't say certain things like i can't be going around throwing around the, the t word or or you know f word and whatever yes there's certain standards you have to adhere to but again you can't hold it so tightly because again we're talking about the human element we're talking about people with different backgrounds growing up differently you know what i mean like it's all about you know I think it's presentation. Some people might have a problem with your presentation. You know what I mean? So you can't you can't really try to police presentation, you know. No, no. you can't control how the men, you know, <laughs> communicate and how we how we uh, build our own, you know, space for ourselves. I bet some know? people say they had a problem with saying the word transamorous. Why don't you say trans attracted instead? It's better. Okay. Well, trans attracted. I have a problem with that. Like, I mean, you know, only semantics, you know, it's, yeah. uh, in, in the words of Shakespeare, rose by any other name, 
doesn't matter what you call it. It is what it is. Yeah. You know? So if, if somebody's going to be trans attracted or trans, it, it, a guy can adopt these titles. And if he's still a cheating asshole, cheating lying asshole, he's still going to be a trans attracted cheating lying asshole. Like that doesn't mean that like that doesn't change who the person is. You know, I think as men, you know, and as individuals, you know, these labels are a thing. And I know some people don't like the labels, but, um, you know, I think sometimes these labels kind of help people in their journey and help, help them understand themselves. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just a designation for sexuality. It has nothing to do with actual individual personality characteristics. It is, hey, I'm a cisgender male and I am attracted to women that are transgender and I'm so that I'm, tra- I'm going to use the moniker trans attracted or trans amorous, whatever, you know, it's just, it's just an identifier in a sense, you know, everybody identifies, you know, when trans women identify, gay people identify, lesbian people identify, this is all like, it just has to do with sexuality. This isn't anything else but that. So yes, can you be, uh, attracted man who is straight sure i'm a straight trans attracted man there are some pansexual men who are trans attracted as well just like there are straight transgender women there are also lesbian transgender women there are pansexual transgender women like it's just you know things that help you identify and parse out you know what your sexuality really is but you know the very concept of it itself i i would say the people who have an issue with trans attracted or trans amorous and it being a title um i'm sorry you're delusional you're delusional you're not living in reality because these individuals are like oh uh trans amorous shouldn't that's not even a thing because trans women are women and i'm like yeah trans women are women they're just not cisgender women like yeah, and being a sister and a woman doesn't demerit you or make you less valuable of a woman like you're still a woman, period. So, yeah. And a lot of ladies in the community, things that women get, and I'm not going to hit a woman, trans or cis. I will open up the door for you on a date, or I would hold the door for you if you're, if I see you walking up into a building. Like all the things that we afford as a society to women, period, trans women should get all that stuff too. So, you know, I mean, there, there's just, it's just the way that society runs. So it's just one of those things. I just, when, when, when people really start to attack the concept of trans amorous and trans attracted, I'm like, this is somebody who's not living in reality. And, um, I mean, I can't help you with that. I really can't, um, yeah. because there is a difference, but there is nothing wrong with there being a difference. <clears throat> and they're both equally just as valuable, equally just as valuable. Mm-hmm. You know, anyways, I'm going to get off that subject because we, yeah. We're going to move on to this. We got the second statement and we're going to be out, man. So give me one second to pull this thing on up. Um, so this is something that, uh, no, nope, this is the other one. Sorry. So this is something that, uh, that, that been said as well. Yeah, I know. And that's the goal of every show. I try to get canceled. Um, <laughs> friends, Amherst content creators are chasing celebrity clout and making money on the backs of trans women. Um, so yeah, I, I, that last one, I've definitely heard that accusation before. 
Um, <laughs> but I, I know, you know, when we were talking about this slightly before the show, I know you had a reaction. I just want to get straight to, to, to your thoughts on this, man. If, what, what do you think about this sentiment that's being shared? Absolutely a true statement. I mean, yeah, we're, we're totally making money off of we're taking advantage of the community. Like, I absolutely love the fact that, you know, when I posted my first video, I lost out on jobs because, like, oh, we can't have that weirdo here, you know. So totally making money off of, yeah, and, and the, all the clout. Oh, don't even get me started. The clout is awesome. Like, I'm an introverted person. Yeah, I like I just like to lift my weights or whatnot, but I, I love it when, you know, um, you know, people are, are bugging me about oh you're you're actually gay or yeah, homosexuality is a sin and whatnot when it has nothing to do with I mean, yeah, I'm dating trans women. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah. They got me on that one. I have nothing else to say, Chris. So uh, that is def- that's something that started happening recently to my um on my YouTube channel as it started to grow. Um is all the uh, people that's a sin against God and God this and scripture that. And it's just like a mess. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, yo, really? I mean, there are literally no trans attractive content creators that are fucking YouTube stars off of this shit. (laughs) Nobody's blowing up off of this. This is a very niche Uh, thing. Excuse you. Excuse you. I have a whole (laughs) 4,000 subscribers. Like... I get an average of like 2,000 views a video. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but you're in the presence of royalty. I, I'm sorry if you're just not as popular. I'm sorry, but you're not going to. I'm kidding. I'm done with the sarcasm. I'm done. But, but not like in all seriousness. Like, I, I have, I mean, maybe, maybe if I signed up for, I probably could be making, I don't know, 50 bucks a month off of this, but I don't. Cause I don't want I don't want ads popping up on my shit. If you you can look at every single one of my videos and no ads are on my shit, I probably could qualify now. But again, maybe fifty bucks a month. Even if I could qualify and make a, a thousand a month, I mean, I still wouldn't do it because I don't know. Like, and not nothing against anybody who does. Because again, I mean, in order to have a really well presented shot, like I do all this on a on a camera. I'm, I'm on my phone right now. I don't really pay a whole lot. What's costing me money? Actually, this YouTube um um bit is costing me more money because. I've had many late night conversations talking to other guys who were like, dude, I found your channel. I, I resonate. I totally get what you're saying. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting out on the phone and where I, you know, I mean, maybe I could sign up for more overtime at work. You know what I mean? I mean, time is money, right? I mean, or instead of doing that, I mean, I bought this nicer phone. This is a like a seven, $800 phone. I bought it because it's got all these cameras and whatnot. So I have a tendency to break cameras. So if I break one, I can use the other one on the front because I work construction, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Hell, there's been times where I've driven out, only a few times where I've driven a couple hours and bought somebody like lunch or dinner because they wanted to have, you know, a conversation. So, hell, what the hell, fuck it, dude. I'll take out the lunch. Let's talk, let's talk about over lunch because I prefer the in-person contact. Yeah. So I don't make any money off it. I don't – literally, it's costing me money. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. It absolutely uh, costs money. Um, I would say anybody who's doing this is doing it out of the goodness of their heart. It's there's there's sacrifice involved in this. Um, and, you know, I would say if you come across any guys who are doing content online besides the two, I mean, there's plenty, there's not plenty, but there's a few other guys who are doing content regularly. Hey, you know, 
give them an attaboy or something. I, I don't know, but just know that they're not, ain't nobody clout chasing, ain't nobody making money, ain't nobody getting rich off of this. And and I've done this for at least the Men Like Us podcast has been going for about two, it was about two years in four months now. And um, I've made a total of $200 total. And guess what? Half of that money went to a trans woman. So <laughs> I uh, tried out having a producer for a little bit, you know, it's an experiment, but it was just like, uh, you know, but that $200 compared to the literal few thousand dollars I've sunk into equipment, subscriptions. Uh, yeah. yeah it, I mean, it just stacks up. So no, I've, I've spent, so I mean, between that and I also do run some, um, I have run some ads in the past when I was trying to like just start out and really get it out in the beginning. You know, I, I paid for prom- promoted uh, tweets and all that kind of stuff. Like, man, I, I did actually invest in this thing early on, but it's like, I've spent way more than I've ever gotten back in this thing. So, um, and I don't mind spending more, you know, I have the resources. It is what it is, but um, you know, we're not, ain't nobody making no money or getting anything on the backs of trans women at all. You know, um, but I, I could see that some people might want to bring that or say that or craft that narrative so that, you know, I mean, essentially, I, I, I think there are individuals who would love for all of this shit to go away. It, and there, I think there are individuals who would love for guys to just shut the fuck up, go back and go back in the closet. I've told that many times. Yeah. You're not strong enough. You're not mad enough. You should delete your whole entire channel. There's one person on a on a dating app I would talk to a little bit. She's like, "Oh, you're the guy from YouTube," and she wanted mm-hmm. to laugh, but tell, go on and on and on about things. And I'm like, "I'm not here to talk about YouTube. I'm here to find a date." <laughs> you know? I, and I told her, "Like, hey, listen, I appreciate you watching the this, this stuff, but like, I don't really have time to talk about this right now." And she's like, "Oh, well, you should be canceled. You see, you're not strong enough. You're not. You're not here listening uh, to me, and, and and blah 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 blah." And I'm like. So, and block, and we're done. <laughs> but there's one thing I did hear, Chris, that concerns me. I heard something that really concerns me, Chris, what you just said, that you should be canceled for it. <laughs> you said you experimented With on, a, on, on a woman. You said you experimented, and you were talking about how you made a full $200, and half of it went to oh. your producer, <laughs> and you said you ran an experiment on her. That's just no, yeah. I I experimented with having a, a producer on the show to you know help me drum up content, book guests, and it didn't really work yeah. out. So this is what it it's is. Strong. But you know, I dropped a hundred bucks on that. This is what it is though. But yeah, I mean, it really, you know. But I just, oh, you dropped a hundred dollars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, made it rain a hundred dollars on cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a producer. Okay, I see how it is. Nah, I'm fucking with you. Uh, to anybody who watches, uh, we, we get this sort of thing all the time. It's like when we talk about things, man. Especially when we're talking to you know ladies in the community. They, they, they it's like they look way here one. Not everybody, not everybody, just some. We hear one thing and they go, and they take that one thing and they twist it around and try to make it sound, make us sound worse than what we actually are. And I want to take that opportunity. Just, I mean, it was a joke, but it's real. It happens all the time. Like, I cannot tell you. I mean, hell, what time I had a video where I talked about I went through a breakup. And I was like, yeah, and she, went, she hurt me. I hurt her. She hurt me. I hurt her. And she, and she sent me a message like, you shouldn't beat on women. What? 
I never said I, I'm talking about emotional hurt, you jack fuck. Sorry, man, I shouldn't say it on your chair. Sorry, but it's just like, ah. Really? I never once said anything about using a fist. I was like, I'm talking about emotional hurt. I was talking about emotional things. I was, oh my God, it's irritated me. I'm like, are you serious? No. <laughs> and yeah, and I fired back at her. I was like, no, this is not. Da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were talking about, I thought I, thought I heard you said you hit her. I like, no. I told her, replay back the video. I never once said anything about physical touch or hitting. I said hurt. Oh, dude, that happens all the time. Oh, before, before I, I, they were my remark. I need to pause and note that uh, Corey has officially canceled. If you look down at his uh, thing right over there, see, oh, yeah. been canceled for profanity. <laughs> so he's canceled. Everybody. He's canceled. But uh, no, dude. I, what I was gonna say was um, that has definitely happened where it's been like a, a you know, a one person will say something happened on the show and then other people don't even like watch it to verify. They just run wild with it. Well, I heard that they he said this on the show and it just becomes like a whole fucking shitty game of like telephone. I don't know if you ever played that as a kid, but uh, where, you know, one person tells the next person the secret and they tell the next person the secret and they're supposed uh, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way down the line. But by the time it gets all the way down the line, it's a completely different thing. And, um, you know, like, I actually had somebody take a clip of my show. They, 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 they cut, like, a 10-second snip of my show. And we were talking about political, or no, conservative Blair White. And yeah. they sent this to a black trans woman over 50 and said, oh, he's talking about you. And I'm like, if you watch the show, it's clearly, like... It, it, there are people that just try to stir up all sorts of stuff and just spread rumors. It's a mess. Trolling. But, you know, besides all that stupid shit, you know, it is what it is. It happens. It comes with the game. And if you guys out there, if you start YouTube channels, TikTok channels, whatever, if you start to build up any level of following, you know, Don't just do like, it. There, will Don't be, do it. there will be some negativity and you just have to ignore it and keep going. You know, we're just sharing our story here right now just so that people can understand, you know, as Trans attractive, trans members, content creators, what we actually go through behind the scenes and our thoughts on certain things and the kind of wacky ass narratives people drum up just to kind of like really, you know, take down what just, I don't know, just to stop what we're doing, take us down a peg or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're not at least six foot eight and, you know, got like a million dollars and, you know, tatted up and stuff like that you're not strong enough to do this sort of thing so i i realize that i'm just a nymph and i should just bow out um chris you really need to work on getting your stuff down too this is ridiculous you're ridiculous whole thing's yeah. ridiculous so oh, yeah. delete it now <laughs> for sure now i trust you some people had their way this whole thing would be done yeah uh, but anywho thanks for uh giving me your time bro and thanks for talking with me and i hope that folks uh, seeing this on the show will uh, appreciate it. And, you know, feel free to kick back any questions and, you know, we'll address it in a couple minutes.
Oops, sorry, I didn't know it was muted. I turned off the sound before because I didn't want anything from here like coming into the, the thing. God damn it. Sorry, sorry, y'all. I was uh <laughs> gosh. I'm the worst. Anywho. <laughs> so yeah, I, I guess what I was saying was um, you know, as content creators, we definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about the show. And uh <laughs> want to hear what you have to say about the show and you know men if and, and women you know if, if you guys want us to talk about something you haven't heard about already by all means you know send us an email uh men like us podcast at gmail.com definitely um nothing wrong with uh with, with with sharing your thoughts with us i'll definitely hear you out i've never had an issue hearing people out in terms of their thoughts about the show or what we should be talking about or what we should cover um, guys, if you have a question, if there's an issue, some anything that hasn't been covered and you want it to be talked about, you want the panel to talk about it, by all means, send me an email, menlikeuspodcast at gmail.com. That's definitely, you know, the best way to send in your show suggestions and ideas. And if there's a different direction you want this thing to take or a direction we haven't tried yet, you know, I'm I'm open to it. So definitely want to hear back from everybody. And I do thank all of you for, you know, giving us your time and, and, and hearing me out and everybody who shares this podcast with other people, sharing it on Facebook, sending it out in groups. Um, I was actually blown away. There was a, <laughs> there was like a viewing party for my show uh, a couple weeks ago. Somebody like they were having group viewing sessions of the show and like having discussion around it. And it was like, Absolutely amazing that, you know, the things that happen on the show can spur conversation amongst men and women. I'm I'm happy to start that conversation. You know, I guess the more that we talk, the more we think on things, you know, um, hopefully the more that we learn. So, um, yeah, so all of that stuff for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry for the blank session there. I was just. I guess I was really excited to get to talk and I didn't check that I uh, uh, saw that I muted myself. So um, with that, that is a whole last episode of the Men Like Us podcast. Again, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't. Um, it is definitely blowing up and the quicker it blows up, the better. So get on there, subscribe, um, set your notifications so you know when we're going live because obviously we don't go live at the same time every week or even every week. So just so you know, when we're going live, you can subscribe, set your notifications. Um, and yeah, I guess with that, we are out and we will see y'all another Friday evening. 